Hi, everybody. My name is Rafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Translating Fiction Last week, I talked about translating nonfiction books. Today, I wanted to address the more creative side of book translations. I didn't know I wanted to be a translator when I was little. I had no idea there was even an option. But as I started reading books while being aware that they had been originally written in a different language, I remember getting this restless feeling inside, like, I want to do this too. I started working as a translator a long time ago and took on niche projects right away. Mostly educational paperwork, computer-related materials, and news articles. Around 2010, when I already had over a decade of experience and an established translation business, I started getting that restless feeling inside again. I craved more creative work beyond marketing and advertising trans creation and copywriting which I had already been doing. I wanted to travel the world through book translations. I wanted the thrill of trying to solve a murder mystery while translating it. I wanted to fall in love with characters that don't exist in real life. I wanted to solve the puzzle that is rewriting an entire book in a different language to bring the same feeling to a different target audience reading it. Breaking into book translations was difficult, though. I took so many translation tasks sent to me by publishers in Brazil. Passing the task wasn't the hard part. Negotiating payment was the main obstacle. Considering what publishers were willing to offer, and the fact that there is an unfavorable conversion rate between Brazilian reais and U.S. dollars, I would have to dedicate a huge amount of time to a long-term project, because that's what books are, and potentially have to turn down more lucrative translation assignments. The math just didn't add up. I couldn't take the risk, since ours is a family business, and that's how we pay the bills. Still, I'm hard-headed as hell so I wanted to come up with a way to tap into my creative side. As I mentioned in episode 37, when I talked about translating from Portuguese to English, I created a volunteering project to work with writers from Brazil and translate their short stories. That addressed my selfish need for creative work, made me feel more comfortable translating literary works, and put me in contact with an incredible group of people on both sides authors, and translators. Around the same time, the Amazon Kindle was taken off, and self-publishing was on the rise. I saw that as an opportunity to look up authors who write in English and might be interested in having their books translated into Portuguese. Back then, I got to work with a handful of them in a shared royalty system and learn more about self-publishing which was crucial when the time came for me to publish my own non-fiction book, Tools and Technology in Translation, in 2014. P. 
Before we continue, I wanted to tell you a bit about Video Converter Pro. It comes in handy when I receive video files from a client who needs subtitling services. Sometimes they may send me a video in an odd format, so I can convert it to MP4 and load it into my subtitle software to get things going. And because I'm always creating content for my YouTube channel, I can use it to edit video clips too. It's also a lifesaver when clients send me video files and ask for transcription into a Word document. I can extract the audio from the video, load it into my transcription software, and I can get to work. If you'd like to give Video Converter Pro a try, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash tc vc. It's easy to remember. TC for Translation Confessional and VC for Video Converter. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash tc vc. Hope you like it. With a few books under my belt, I started to receive proposals from small publishers in Brazil that wanted to have some of their titles available as ebooks in English, as well as from Brazilian authors who had been saving for their literary dream to make their books available to a wider audience through translation. I also translated several short stories for authors who wanted to submit their work to international contests and apply for an author residency program in the United States or in Europe. I have to say, working side by side with these authors is what keeps me going. People may say that translators are the ideal reader because we will pick apart the source text. Having the opportunity to discuss word choice, a turn of phrase, the feelings, the sounds, the colors that are associated with a scene in a book is something that gets my creative juices flowing. When I'm working on a book, I like taking little notes on Notepad, the text editor, not a physical paper notepad. I, I feel like I can't even write anymore, just type, you know. But I do that because I use a CAD tool, even when translating books, because it helps me go sentence by sentence and focus on structure and vocabulary. But I take these little notes to guide my reviewing process so I can add comments to the document I'll send back to the author and we can address anything that needs to be taken into consideration together. The brainstorming round is illuminating. And it's definitely my favorite part of the entire process. That's when we make the final decisions on what needs to be kept as a foreign concept to readers of the translation, or what needs to be domesticated, that is, what will be adapted in a certain way not to take readers away from the universe the book is in. One example of that is a book I'm currently working on. It's a young adult fantasy novel, and the only thing Brazilian about it is a certain food that the main character mentions a couple of times. While talking to the author, I was told that the book should remain international. That is, our hero could be from anywhere on the planet. So we'll be brainstorming what food the character will be alluding to in the translation. Once the book is available in English... I'll probably record an episode about it because it's been so much fun working on it. Then there is the other side of the story, the readers. 
It's great to hear from authors when they start receiving emails or messages, sometimes even book reviews, from people who read the translation. After all, that's why books are translated, right? To find an audience and a target language. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.